All right, so uh, the weekend look at in the sports world, you know, the NBA is down to the Final Four, but the Eastern and Western Conference uh, Finals, Stanley Cup is starting, PGA US Open start today, and uh, I think we had two holes in, holes in one, um, and that's it. It's a big, big tournament. And NASCAR's playoffs head to the famed Bristol Night Race. But like we, as we like to say, let's keep it Southern and uh, go with the week two of the ACC, and let's go straight into our pick em. Uh First game of the week. And like I said, uh, just to reiterate, last week we all kind of – it was a very easy week one game. So we, we thought we were going to go 7-0, but then Florida State crapped the bed. And uh, saw all of us with a 6-1 and record. And uh, so week two. Uh, first one is Boston College at Duke. Um, this one's interesting. So let's go to the Duke fan to start this one off. Dustin, what do you think? Uh, I'm, I'm picking Duke. Um, but uh, I'd say Boston College is interesting because uh, – Jeff Halfley, who's the coach there, was the defensive coordinator at OSU um, recently. And uh, Boston College hasn't played a game yet. We have no idea what schemes they're going to be running. We don't know how good they are. They had a couple good grad transfers come in. Um, One thing they have working against them is their quarterback uh, is a Notre Dame transfer or their likely quarterback, and he didn't get approved to – practiced until mid, early to mid-August. So he's had like no time with the team. Um, it's just – it's going to be interesting because we don't know what we're going to get. But I think in part because we don't know what we're going to get, uh, I would lean towards Duke winning that football game. Um, I think they played really well against Notre Dame. And uh, if they continue that success, not to mention that Wallace Wade home field advantage, um, <laughs> I think they're going to be – any other year. <laughs> It'll be pumping in uh, crowd noises better than normal. But nevertheless, I'm picking it. You're live from the stadium right now, right? On Saturday? <laughs> yeah, you can see it. I'm here. I'm, I'm ready. This is where the real game day is. <laughs> All right, Boston College, Duke. What do you say, Morgan? Uh, I'm going to call Duke. I mean, like Dustin said, though, we haven't seen uh, Boston College play yet this season. But if they're anything like they were last year um, – and that's all I can go off of right now. I'm going to call Duke by at least two touchdowns. But I had uh, I, that was news to me that they got um, you said it was Notre Dame quarterback transfer, Dustin. Yeah, Jerkovic, um, Phil Jerkovic. Yeah. Yep. Did he, he see any playing time at, at Notre Dame? Not sure. Um, I think he was a backup, but you know, well, you know, Brian, if you're recruited to a program like that, sort of like Chase Bryce was in Clemson you got to imagine that he's probably a pretty good quarterback. and uh, But the problem is he hasn't had any time with the team. No, but Brian Kelly also hasn't really done a great job of recruiting quarterbacks lately. So um, <laughs> he's had hit or miss, to be honest, right? So, I mean, other than Ian Book, yeah, I mean, it's fair to say. But, uh, so, yeah. yeah. So you got Duke in that one. Uh, Angle, what about you? Duke versus Boston College. Dustin touched on some of my key points. Um, I'll take Duke. Chase Price looked good last week. We mentioned, uh, you know, in the rain, 259 yards. Not bad, especially against that defense. Who is BC? That's the big question. Jeff Halfley, as we mentioned, Ohio State defensive coordinator. I just don't think he has Ohio State talent on the field. I don't think he can put it together in a couple weeks. I'm taking Duke in this one based on their performance last week. Yeah, I mean, and just to piggyback off of you guys, I'm I'm also going with Duke. Um, I Boston College is typically a pretty tough team, um, unless your name is like Clemson. 
But new coach, um, new scheme, A.J. Dillon, you know, is not on the roster anymore. So um, I'm, I'm going with Duke just because they, they have a confident offense, it appears, uh, at least through one week, which is a big change from last year. Um, the defense is going to be going against an offense, which is much less talented than it was against Fighting Irish. So going with Duke and by probably about 10. Yeah, I think Chase Bryce is going to open it up on this team this weekend. I think you're going to yeah. see a lot more of what he can do um, this weekend because, like, like Ryan said, the talent is not probably not on the field, the, what he's used to having in previous years. Yeah, I mean, it's fair. All right, so next game. Um, it looks like it's <laughs> the bottom dweller of the ACC, Syracuse, versus the number 25 Pitt Panthers. Um, yeah. Morgan, what do you say? Next. Uh, <laughs> I mean, seriously, Pitt's going to put up 50 points on him, probably. Bold prediction. I mean, I'm just, I mean, I think we all agree that Pitt's defense is pretty nasty, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to annihilate Syracuse. Are you going to want to turn the game off before the second period, probably? <laughs> I mean, crap. Not hockey, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Angle. What about you? So I'm taking Pitt in this one. I had a note here. Pitt put up 55 points over Austin P. I, I, perhaps that's why Morgan's saying what he's saying. I just, I don't know. Is Cuse as anemic as UNC made him look? I mean, are they embarrassed? Do they come out and try and give a show at all? Uh, Pitt, you can make an argument for, is maybe the fourth or fifth best team in the, in the, in the conference based on what they put up last week. So uh, I'm, I'm taking Pitt. Keep it simple. All right, Dustin. Yeah, Pitt. I mean, their defense is as good as we expected it to be, um, which is good enough to win against Syracuse, I think. But uh, their offense isn't bad either. Kenny Pickett's a senior quarterback. We hadn't really talked about him uh, in the past couple weeks, but he threw for uh, like 270, I think, and uh, last week, and he hit a bunch of different receivers too. So, uh, granted, not against the ACC team, but Pitt's, Pitt's a good ball club once again this year. Yeah, I agree. I mean, look, Syracuse sucks. I'm going with Pitt by multiple scores, so <laughs> next game. Um, uh, it's a non-conference game. It should be not affiliated with the conference at all, but it's South Florida versus number seven, Notre Dame. Um, South Florida's not a bad team, uh, but it's I'm going with Notre Dame. I mean, just keep it short on that one. Uh, Dustin? Yeah, Notre Dame. I mean, they, they show they're a good football team. Are they, you know, some of the hype they're getting? Maybe not yet, but – they're obviously good enough to win this football game. All right, Angle. I'm going Notre Dame. Um, they closed out in the fourth against a team that we're all assuming is good in Duke uh, with limited practice. They're not playing UCF. They're playing USF, so Notre Dame. All right, Morgan. I agree, Notre Dame. I think their defense is going to come out and just pretty much punch South Florida in, in the mouth and – Get, go for that win that, that Brian Kelly wants to show that his, his team is ranked up high for a reason and put up the big numbers and shut out a team like they're supposed to. Yeah. All right. So uh, next up, we got the number 14 UCF, uh, a member of the AAC, I believe, group of five school, but a very good team out of the group of five playing against Georgia Tech, who surprised a lot of us last week. So, Angle, uh, how do you see this one going? I'll take the former national champion UCF by 10-ish points. Um, Georgia Tech defense is was good last week, I think. Um, not sure about 
about Jeff Sims yet, the quarterback for Georgia Tech, uh, former Florida State product. But um, I'll, I'll, I'll go out on a limb and say UCF by tennis. Well, it makes sense that you call them the former national champions, considering that your school likes to also claim fake titles. So, all right, Morgan, <laughs> what do you say? UCF versus Georgia Tech. Game recognized UCF, game. <laughs> UCF all over me. I mean, Georgia, you know, Georgia Tech is probably still trying to find their identity. Uh, yeah, they don't have the triple option in there anymore. So, I think they're still probably trying to figure out what they're going to do on the field with what they have. And like I said, UCF probably by two touchdowns. All right, Dustin. Uh, UCF. Um, I, Georgia Tech, I think, has potential to win some games this year, but they got to be dollar fights like they had against FSU. I don't think they can run with the UCF offense. They're just going to be fast and and relentless, and it, they can't overcome that. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm also going with UCF just because, um, like you said, UCF typically has pretty good offense. Georgia Tech's one of those teams that if you let them hang around, um, like Florida State did, that's when they really kind of um, have a chance and make it an ugly game. They have a chance. I think Georgia Tech's going to be better than what we initially thought, but I think UCF gets up early and uh, maintains it and rides to a relatively easy win by a couple scores. All right, so the next one would be Charlotte versus UNC, but a COVID outbreak in Charlotte made that one be canceled. So move on to probably what is the most lopsided game in on, on the ACC schedule. And that's, can I, can I make yeah, one point? Yeah, sure. One point about Carolina. I looked at the line for this game just because I was curious. UNC plus 30. Get out of here. They played arguably the worst team in the ACC. Charlotte's, last week. Charlotte's quarterback was, uh, was ruled out, though, I think, when that line came out. I don't – I am a Carolina fan, <laughs> apologist, die hard since I've been a little kid. Plus 30, get out of here. That's uh, – stop. <laughs> overrated we can move on but like come on all right so next game up on the schedule we have probably what is going to be the biggest point differential and for rightfully so we have uh citadel based out of south carolina against the number one team in the country clemson south carolina and the vegas line on this is tigers by 45 so <laughs> what do you say angle i'm picking clemson i'd be curious to know if anyone wants to bet the under on Tigers by 45. <laughs> they, put, uh, they put up 37 on a maybe good Wake team. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Wake this week. I'll be curious to watch that game to see if, if, if they were really bad or if Clemson was maybe half asleep at the wheel. If they were half asleep at the wheel, that's even more scary. Yeah, for sure. All right, Dustin. Clemson, don't need to say anything else. Okay, fair enough. Morgan. Uh, Citadel by two touchdowns. <laughs> Kidding, kidding, Clemson. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Clemson by Clemson by a long fart. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I'm with you. It's it's easily Clemson. No need to get into that. I mean, that one's just a gimme. All right. So next game, probably the most interesting game on the on this week's uh, schedule. It's the number 17 Miami Hurricanes versus the number 18 Louisville Cardinals. Both teams uh, supposed to be pretty good this year, and uh, we have what is. Mm-hmm supposed to be i guess a good uh quarterback battle so uh what do you say morgan miami versus louisville uh i actually had a hard time picking this one where is it at again it's at louisville at louisville uh, the crowd's gonna I'm, be gonna raucous. The home, I'm gonna give the uh the home team the win here just because it's at, at their home stadium but um 
I mean, Miami could, you know, if their defense shows up like they're supposed to, then they could give that new quarterback, you know, a run for his money. Yeah. Hey, and I just want everyone to know that we're also on location with Morgan Irby at uh, Jersey Mike's. <laughs> so, he's masked up and he's safe. Yeah, he's socially distanced. He's got his mask, so no worries. He's just picking up a couple stops. <laughs> I can't believe you found a way to go on another. I'm going to go Louisville. By another errand. <laughs> Ten points. <laughs> All right. So, Dustin, uh, Miami versus Louisville. <laughs> This is certainly the most interesting game of the week. Um, on Last week, they both played similar teams, similar outcomes. Um, Louisville's passing attack was as good as Miami's running. Uh, yeah, it's at Louisville, but I'm going to stick to what we were talking about, you know, earlier in the year. I think Miami's still probably up there near the top. And uh, I think Miami will win this one, and I think you're going to see start to see Derek King uh, – show what he did in Houston through 50 touchdowns there in 2018. That's going to start happening. And maybe this is the game where it, where he, it happens. And uh, it's going to be, I think it's going to be the U. The U's going to be back finally. <laughs> it's just like in the big 12 when Texas is supposedly back every year until they go to <laughs> five, but uh, <laughs> for a decade <laughs> running. Exactly. So, um, all right, angle. What about you? Uh, Miami versus Louisville. So the line's three. I pick Louisville. I think that Louisville is going to win by seven to ten. Um, um, equal opponents in UAB and Western Kentucky last week that they both played. Um, Malik had three. Malik, the quarterback for uh, Louisville, had three touchdowns, um, 343 yards. King went 144 for one, just based on the quarterback play, based on the fact that Miami um, – was more rushing heavy. Um, we'll see if that Louisville uh, defense can hold up to the UM rush. Bottom line is I, I think Louisville offense gets out early and, and, and Louisville's ahead by a little bit more than the line. Yeah. So uh, just so everyone knows, if anybody heard all the talking in uh, Jersey Mike's, I feel like Tony Reale on Around the Horn right now. I just had to mute Morgan <laughs> ordering his sub. But uh, <laughs> I'll unmute him in a minute. But so, yeah, I kind of agree with you. I'm, I'm going with Louisville as well. Um, it, I think it's going to come down to uh, – I really think it's going to be a quarterback battle. I mean, it's kind of early to call that, but this one I'm going for week two. Um, I was more impressed with uh, Louisville's quarterback than with King from, from Miami. Maybe yeah. King will pick it up like Dustin's saying, but, um, I mean, there's a big difference between AAC competition and ACC competition, and until he proves me otherwise, I'm going to go with what uh, proven commodity, commodity. I'm going with Louisville uh, probably about, about one score. I don't think, I think it's going to be a close game all the way through. So I'm going with Louisville. Yeah, well, it's certainly is going to be better game day than Wake Forest Clemson. Oh, so. is that game day this week? That's game day. Okay, yeah, that's a that's actually a solid pick. Last week kind of sucked, but yeah, that was bad. Hopefully, they just had uh, nowhere to go apparently. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. they can uh, do a, one of those live live uh, spots from one of the train cars out in the parking lot. Remember those things? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Louisville. Now that I mean, we we weren't there for a game, uh, but that sure. that setup was incredible. Those those trains, like they're really not people rent them and like tailgate and party out of them. Go home and do your homework. For those that don't know, 
in the Louisville parking lot outside the stadium. They've got like a, a line of train cars set up. Louisville Stadium is actually right across the street from uh, 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 Churchill Downs. Yeah. But, um, cool, actually. You, can, you can rent out the uh, you can rent out the I don't know what they're called caboose looking cars, and they've got uh, refrigerator, kitchen, uh, TVs, and stuff inside there. It looked like a really sweet place to sweet place to tailgate. So we kind of made our way into the stadium and walked down to the field and then left before somebody yelled at us. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> gates were open, so they were asking us to come in. Yeah. Hey, look, we, uh, when I was down at a bachelor party in Austin, Texas, we tried to get into University of Texas's uh, stadium. They were doing construction. We walked into the building that was adjoined to the stadium. All the doors were locked except for one. And then uh, the bachelor was freaking out saying that we're going to get arrested. I said, you can't get arrested. We're breaking and enter if the door's unlocked. So <laughs> we, we walked in, couldn't get to the field, but it, it was still, still close enough. But <laughs> Just going to visit Mac, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next game. Uh, it's probably the most important one for me for personal reasons, but it's Wake Forest versus NC State. And um, mm. it, in this one in particular, Wake Forest has been a thorn in NC State sides historically, but also in the last three years. Doran started off, and he's in year eight, uh, year seven this year, I believe, uh, with NC State. Um, Wake Forest has beaten him three of the last three seasons. He kind of handled them before then. He held them, um, they held him from having two back to back 10 win seasons. So Wake Forest is kind of a thorn in NC State's side. This one's at home. No, uh, no night crowd at Carter Finley uh, for an 8 p.m. kick. Uh, State opened at a four-point favorite, got down to two and a half, and now I think it's around one. So it's basically a, a pick them at this point. The my brain says Wake Forest um, based on past history. My heart says NC State, so I'm going with my alma mater, the Wolfpack. I say by about three to seven. Um, so I'm going with the Pack. Go Pack. Uh, what do you say, Dustin? Pack, I, I think it's a bounce back year. They got a lot to prove after that four and eight last year. Yeah. Um, and we'll see how good Wake actually is this week because Clemson's not a good measure when you're uh, middle of the pack ACC. But uh, I think State's going to do the bounce back. I think they're going to be ready for them. All right. So, Angle? It's interesting that you said almost exactly what I said. Um, NCSU by three. That's what I had. I think Wake Forest. I'd like to go on record and say Wake Forest has some promising young wide receivers based on what I saw last week. Um, I have no clue who your quarterback is. I have no clue what he's going to do or how he's going to show up. I'm still taking him, but I'm probably going to be kicking myself next week. At least uh, two other people took this dumb pick as well. More than likely because he played for half the season last year and I have no idea who our quarterback is. So he, um, (laughs) there's a rule with NC state uh, bet against them when they're a home favorite bet, a bet on them when they're a, a, uh, home underdog so it's it's probably smartest to bet against him this week so what do you say Morgan well let's see hopefully I don't run out of gas um <laughs> too many damn errors man let's see I'm gonna pick NC State uh but I'm but like Ryan said you know I'm, you don't know who the quarterback is Wake Forest last week had some good receivers you know if they still had the quarterback from last year I probably would pick Wake Forest no doubt, but I think it's going to be NC State by probably by field goal. Okay. So, yeah, hopefully you guys are right on that, but odds are we'll be wrong. So, uh, next game, it's uh, what is, is Virginia versus Virginia Tech. Uh, no, nah, no. Nah. That one's Tech canceled, right? Get their, yeah, they, they drink too much moonshine. They couldn't take the test. Yep. 
the upside for you, Morgan, is I think it's going to be the final game of the year like it should be. It is, which is okay. where it should be. Yeah, so Tech had another uh, COVID issue, right? You guys are the Miami Marlins and the St. Louis Cardinals of the ACC. You really are. <laughs> you, you, know, you know what, Ryan? Just let us know when you're all ready to play, okay? <laughs> oh, 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 we start to get good again football and we talk some trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, is they, they're not even certain to get good. They're supposed to be good. They haven't yeah, even been. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's so scared of our hype, they won't play us, including Charlotte. <laughs> oh, if you, if, if you were Charlotte, would you want to play you? <laughs> no. I'd want to stay in uptown Charlotte where I'm all fancy. <laughs> All right, so next topic. Have, 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 consecutive, <laughs> have some consecutive winning seasons in football again, and we'll invite you from the basketball conversation over football. <laughs> all right, all right, basketball school. <laughs> all right, so I'm picking uh, on you, man. Kind of related to uh, football, but not necessarily sports related. Uh, we're going with our favorite game day traditions when it comes to the food aspect, when it comes to tailgate versus in the stadium. So basically just give a rundown for all the listeners out there. We're doing um, our top three stadiums food, whether it's in the stadium or food in the, in the, during the tailgate in the parking lot. So let's start with Dustin. Who are your, uh, your top three food in the stadium or food at the tailgate? Oh, well, uh, at Duke gotta be the Homer on that. Uh, they've got a forensic stew set up. Like you can go over you can get a little cup of that. I don't, they might have it other places, but on a cold, you know, October, November day, you can go grab that, go sit back in your seat and watch Blue Devils get another win while it's Wade. That's, that's the way to go. Um, beyond that, uh, one of the it's coolest experiences. It's what? actually good. It was yeah. the one enjoyable thing about watching Mitch lose at Wallace Wade was the Brunswick's too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love taking you to uh, watch game, Duke Carolina games there because they always lose when you're there. <laughs> up two touchdowns and blow the blow the lead against a four and eight duke team in 2016 yep. Shocking, shockingly i cut you off when you were talking about duke football go ahead well well, for, <laughs> well just to derail this train a little bit more daniel jones never lost to carolina so you know we got that going <laughs> <laughs> moving on though um beyond that uh i think virginia tech's up there is one of the best like tailgate food scenes period it depending on who you're with is what you're going to get but uh the famous thing at lane stadium is turkey leg like you go in there you can go get it's like going to a renaissance festival you're walking around with this big turkey leg in your hand yeah. pretty cool. are there any flails or anything from the renaissance fair <laughs> no <laughs> no they, these are not uh that's not the same crowd <laughs> But yeah, I mean, Lane Stadium's awesome real experience. Quick. <laughs> so, and the food, you know, the the tailgate there is legit. I I went one time with some folks who had a, you know, whole setup, um, and it was it was a cool experience. After that, I mean, frankly, I haven't been to that many stadiums, college football wise. Um, certainly not going to pick Carolina, even though I've seen Duke beat Carolina in Kenan Stadium a couple times. Um, that said. Uh, Got to go wolf pack in there and just, you know, sitting out in the t- on the tailgate with a bucket of Bojangles isn't a bad way to go. <laughs> or it's Smithfield. Hey, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Angle, uh, top three for you. All right, so I'll count them backwards. Um, I've, I've been to a few. 
I was trying to keep it ACC or Southern related, purposely keeping the SEC out of this conversation since I hadn't started yet. So actually for my third, um, since Dustin took tech, I'll take Notre Dame. Um, I went to a Navy Notre Dame game there and I really enjoyed the experience itself. But since we're strictly talking about the food here, as opposed to just walking around on the campus, um, I have never seen so much tailgating going on in my entire life. I've been to Ohio State. I've been to LSU for a game. Notre Dame probably has it as far as the RVs and everything else that were in the parking lot. I've never seen so many RVs. I've never seen such a setup. Um, everyone was friendly. Everyone was inviting. Um, on top of that, if you wanted to, you could go across the way to, I forget, it was a long time ago, but I believe it's near the ice rink that they have like a bar that you can walk in. It's like, a, I think it's called like Legends or, or Champions Bar or something like that. Uh, walked in there, got a couple of like things of French fries, phenomenally good. Didn't expect to get truffle fries at the <laughs> outside the Notre Dame stadium. Um, just walking through there, smelling all the smells, people would give you all sorts of stuff. They'd had stuff out on trays outside of their RVs, not to be long winded about this, but with toothpicks in it. And you could just walk along and take what you wanted. It was, it was actually a really cool experience. Um, <clears throat> So that's number three for me. Number two, I'm going outside the ACC, but I asked for permission. Technically, I guess Notre Dame is too. Number two for me is Navy. Um, I live in Annapolis and uh, the tailgate spread that they put on every week for the, specifically for the mids is outrageous. The mids are the, uh, for those that don't know, are the brigade. They march on the field before every game, every home game, and then they march off. Um, when they're done, they go up to the seats and then they come out to the stadium once the game is over. Um, and everyone in the entire class, um, 400 people, I want to say that could be wrong, file through this massive tailgate. They've got people from Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Maryland, and I think that's it. Maybe Virginia, there's a parents club and they all cook all week long. And then they just put out maybe 10 tables on each side with lights and music. They have live bands. It's, it's absurd. Uh, their Thanksgiving spread is, 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 is off, off the, off the chain. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. So that's number two for me. Number one, I, I tried to go elsewhere. I, I can't. I, I thought, well, maybe if it's food only and, and not the game day experience, but I'm still going Chapel Hill, a.k.a. the south part of heaven. I, I have to do it. Um, I, I, so much so that I would even I would know what I would do with my day off the top of my head. It wasn't that easy for me to write down or it wasn't that hard for me to write down. You go to Sutton's, right? You get your cup of coffee. You wander on down to Lula's. Then you go to He's Not Here. Yes, these are all bars. Yes, they're all on Franklin Street. But the bottom line is we don't do the tailgate in the parking lot at Chapel Hill. We, we, it's it, the part of the experience is going to Franklin and then wandering your way into campus. The stadium's in the center of campus, right? So you can go to the well, you watch the well walk, you go over to O'Hare's, which is where the Carolina Club is. If you look decent enough and you're not got a little vomit on your shoes, you probably get in there. Then after the game's over, you can go down to frat court. They've got all sorts of food set up. They've got all sorts of other shenanigans going on wander your way over to the top of the hill or back to he's not. Of course, everyone knows you go to timeout at the end of the night. That's the worst possible experience you can go to. I mean, <laughs> it's the best possible food you can have. when we Timeout is fantastic. So, I mean, just to be able to reel those things off, I feel completely comfortable saying and standing behind the fact that Chapel Hill, Homer or not, is, is 100% my favorite place to be. As far that's, as food that's a walking tour, though, because yeah. if you try to park at that stadium, it's it's worse than FedEx Field. Not oh, just yeah. parking, just trying to get into the stadium. Yeah. And not to mention that probably the reason tailgating doesn't doesn't exist is because uh, they have to go where the wine specials are at each bar. So. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, 
to be fair, there is a decent amount of tailgating that goes on at the Friday Center, which is a little bit further off campus. Or it's like further part of campus. However, the shuttles to get over there, man, it's like it's like an hour to ride the shuttle or to wait for the shuttle just to get over there. You're faster just walking. So maybe well, I'll, I'll bring I'll, it. Go ahead. I was going to say, I bet the bow ties are popping there, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> he, not he, did, he did say that if you were dressed appropriately, so Brooks Brothers are, are nothing yeah. at all. <laughs> it's a lot not, of color. I'd like to specify. Pastels there's no, only. There's no bow ties, man. This we're, we're, There's an effortless casualness. UVA is bow tie. UVA yeah. is bow tie. I'll give, is, you, I'll give you ties with little boats on them. Yeah. This is, a, <laughs> this is an effortless cool, Morgan. Okay? Not, not like your duck camo or whatever you guys got looking for your keys every, every two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Since, uh, since Morgan is back from his second errand of uh, the back half of this episode of Pumping Gas – uh, Morgan, what about you? Top three foods uh, at your stadium experiences? I haven't been to that many football stadiums, actually. So, I mean, the, few, I, the really three I've been to is Tech, Duke, and, and uh, Navy. And all three were great. And, you know, Tech, like everyone said, uh, the turkey legs are amazing. It's a great experience. If you haven't done it, you need to do it. And then the Brunswick stew at Duke is some of the best Brunswick stew I've ever had. And like Dustin said, on a nice cold night game, Saturday night at Wallace Wade, a uh, cup of Brunswick stew uh, and a football game is not a bad way to spend your night. And then for, you know, Ryan reminded me with the Navy game, um, you know, I think they, uh, the tailgating, right, Ryan, the, uh, the food that was being passed out by your parents. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't like the little southern, kind of southern. <laughs> I, it was good food, though. I mean, it was a great experience. I had a gr- uh, great time there. Sne- you know, sneaking in the uh, uh, illegal airplane bottles and going into the bathroom, checking them, and then coming back out was <laughs> quite the experience. <laughs> yeah, so, we. I, I didn't go into it too much. We literally used to live walking distance to the stadium. I, oh, my, yeah. My brother's an alumni of the Naval Academy, and so my parents were part of that tailgate. But it truly that, has gone I mean, that on was, before and after they were part of that experience. It's, that that was a great experience. Walking, like you said, at halftime back to your house to make drinks and then walk back. <laughs> so his favorite uh, food was the drinks and maybe yeah, yeah the liquid diet. <laughs> I mean, was, it, yeah, if you want to go that way, liquid diet at Navy game was was amazing. <laughs> Man after my own heart. all right so for me uh most of the stadiums i've been to have all been north carolina schools especially the north carolina schools that have had at least relative success um i'm gonna drop out um ecu and wake forest because there was nothing memorable about either of those experiences so i'm gonna keep it within the triangle i'm gonna start at three at three i gotta go with um i had a barbecue sandwich from the pit at unc and I'm going with the barbecue sandwich from Pit from the Pit because it's a restaurant in Raleigh and also in Durham, but not in Chapel Hill. So they even had to ex- import in uh, their own like best food from you know Raleigh. So yeah, the the Pit sandwich at UNC. Uh, two, I got to go with. Um, I hate not putting in number one, but two, I got to go with where I've spent the majority of my Saturdays over the last eight years, and that's at Carter Family Stadium from the tailgate scene where we have just like in North Carolina, we have by far the best tailgate scene, the best parking lot. Uh, it's all about fried chicken. It's all about barbecue. People, some people 
bring in homemade stuff. Some people bring in Bojangles. Some people bring in Smithfield. You can't go wrong with any of it. That's always great. And then for a personal story, quickly get into the stadium after you've uh, had some of those uh, liquid diet, as Morgan likes to say. There was once that um, we have Chick-fil-A sandwiches, where I think we're about the only in North Carolina school that still has Chick-fil-A sandwiches in the stadium. And it was about my sophomore year. I was starving. I needed a Chick-fil-A sandwich. I dropped it on the ground as soon as I sat down. And I picked it up and ate it like a champ because I didn't care. And it was, <laughs> I was still hungry. So when you have Chick-fil-A and fried chicken on the outside, Chick-fil-A on the inside, you can't go wrong on game day. And then probably number one is uh, Duke has a ridiculous amount of, like, vendors that comes in outside of um, – like, on the concourse at their stadium at Wallace Wade. And uh, Duke has – I mean, they don't have great turnout. They, they were socially distancing before it was cool. So it was uh, – they, they have some uh, outside vendors that come in that have some, um, some barbecue plates that are fantastic. I uh, remember once, uh, particularly at a Duke-Virginia game in like 2014 or 15, um, I had some barbecue there, and it was some of the best barbecue I ever had. So, like, when you have those little, like, you know, local restaurants come in and be able to serve, serve the clientele coming into the stadium, like, it always makes for a, a good recipe for some good food. So, got to give Duke the nod on uh, the best in-stadium food that I've had. Well, when you couple that with the incredible tailgate scene <laughs> – it's obviously the best experience in North Carolina, possibly the <laughs> ACC. I kept my comments to myself about having to take the shuttle and everything else in because that was a terrible experience when we well, went to Duke. We, Parking on, we parked in Appalachian State, basically, and then we took a, a shuttle over and then about, you know, we had to walk through the, walk well, through the little. Well, if you don't show up. 45 Hogwarts minutes State. before kickoff, then you don't have to park that far away and you yeah, can walk to it. We should have left like hours before that day, probably. I appreciated <laughs> the walk through Hogwarts, though. That was that was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that wraps up that that segment. Uh, segment. So next up, we're uh, going to give a little bit of preview of what's going on the next week in sports. We have ACC Week 3. Obviously, we're going to be covering that. We're going to go over what we got right and what we got wrong on ACC Week 2. And then also next week, we have the Ryder Cup in the world of the PGA, where uh, – all the players kind of separate into their home countries and, you know, obviously um, pulling for the Americans <laughs> on this one. I think America has the best golf in the world at this point. So definitely go, go team on that one. So uh, thank you for uh, you guys taking some time for, for episode three of miserable and reckless. Yeah. I'm just glad Morgan could get his errands done again. <laughs> Yeah, he seems to be home now, right about the time that uh, <laughs> right about the, time the podcast ends. <laughs> <laughs> he timed it just right. <laughs> All, All right, right guys. thanks, guys. All, All right. right, thanks. See you next time.